there. My name's Eric Ruddle, and welcome to Your Cochran Right Now. This is a weekly podcast all about the town that you love and uh, everything you need to know about it, and hopefully less time than it takes to drive across it. As always, Lauren Meister's here with me. And Lauren, we're in September. I know. What, what's going on? I, I'm kind of in denial, though. I'm not really ready for summer to end. It's and not for, over. They, no, they say the equinox, right? That's like, true. We still have like 20-ish days or so. But kids are headed back to school. You know, we're seeing school buses on the roads. We're seeing all the cute pictures of the kids standing on their doorstep with their, their chalkboard signs. signs. And that's fun. Do you do that with your kids? <laughs> yeah. We have one of the like word boards. And yeah. Yeah, it's five minutes before going to school. And Stacy's my wife's yelling, get the word board. We need the picture. <laughs> Sure. We couldn't take it after. It has to be no, before. No, it has to be before yes. because their hair is perfect. Their clothes doesn't have any food yeah. on their clothes. It that, looks good. So <laughs> it's a big deal. And of course, we are quickly approaching Labor Day, mm-hmm. which is huge here in Cochrane. It's also huge because it also feels like the first time in a long time we've had a normal holiday event oh, in yeah. town. And the forecast is looking fantastic. I mean... We've had snow on Labor Day oh, yeah. more times than we can count. And I remember Labor Day parades here in Cochrane standing there watching the parade in the rain. There's no rain in the forecast this weekend. And yeah, a whole like full on pre-COVID event. This is going to be a huge thing. And the rodeo and just tons going on here in town. Yeah, and there's pancake breakfasts and there's going to be a ton of fun. There's, yeah. there's no reason to leave town this weekend. Yeah. So cancel your road trip, your camp trip. No. Stay in Cochrane. Well, and the pancake breakfast over at Spray Lakes, they are making enough pancakes to feed a thousand people. <laughs> like, okay, and how many pancakes do people typically eat for breakfast? So, like, that's probably like three to four pancakes per person. Right. For a thousand people. That's a lot of pancakes. That's a lot of pancakes. And the question is, like, do I get unlimited pancakes? Do I get two every single time I go up? Do I have to wait in line? There's a lot of questions that come well, with a pancake breakfast. How much syrup are they going to oh, have? Yeah. Because right? like, I like to douse mine with syrup. Yeah, so, especially like mm. the free pancake breakfast, right? Yeah. Because you got to load up on everything free. <laughs> totally, 100%. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun in town. And then uh, it's pretty much back to routine like we were talking about. Back yeah. to school next week all over town. And it's so interesting talking to parents right now because a lot of people are a little bit trepidatious about kids going back, keeping their kids mm-hmm. in uh, home learning and yeah. just uh, also getting back to getting your kids in bed at normal oh, time. So that is a big struggle in my house right now. So this, I, I go to bed really, really early. Yes. Like nine o'clock is the goal. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing, but I get up at like three thirty four uh-huh. in the morning. So yeah. I like my eight hours yes. of sleep. That's always the goal. But my kids, they've been going to bed at like 1030. How so old are your kids? They're five and eight, Yeah, which so, is insane. It's yeah. way too late for them, but they've been sleeping in till like nine in the morning and because it works because my husband works from home and it just, they're on a totally different schedule for me, but they're loud. They're running around the house and they're loud, loud. And I don't know. I've been saying to my husband for the last like two weeks, I'm like, you need to roll back their bedtimes because I don't even do bedtime anymore, yeah. which is kind of sweet. But <laughs> I'm like, you need to roll back their bedtime because what are they going to do when school starts? Oh, yeah. That alarm comes really early I and you know. don't want to be dragging your kids out of bed, forcing them to eat and like shoving out the door half asleep. I know. Nothing. I used to work a shift like yours and nothing <laughs> was worse than those kids getting the last couple hours of summer in on the trampoline all you hear ding ding yeah ding 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 but yeah i think there's gonna be a lot of tired kids in town oh, next yeah. week because that transition is rough as a parent too right you want your kids to have that last little bit of summer mm-hmm. right stay up have fun play with your friends but yeah. also you're like uh-oh yeah this is gonna be bad 
Well, in the mornings, I mean, it's cold and it's dark out. So that just, it's so hard to get up that early in the morning. So just, you know, and then you're shoving your kids onto the school bus and... Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough for first for the first couple of weeks. And a lot of people are also returning to the office mm-hmm. as well, right? That commute is going to get a little bit busier. Of course, we've been watching the traffic and the construction yeah. on the big hill going for about a month and a half now. Yeah. But there's something happening on the west side of town soon. Oh, man. Okay, so this is exciting. I'm actually curious to find out whether or not the mayor is going to crack the, you know, the expensive bubbly here because they're actually going to be physically moving some dirt at the 1A22 (laughs) coming up next week. So we're going to find out a little bit more information here over the next couple of days. But the town, they're just kind of starting off by moving some pipes at the Mm -hmm. 1A22. But this is step one of probably like a bajillion steps to fix the 1A22. So this is huge. So can we expect that overpass in like a month? Oh, no big deal. They can figure it all out in a month for sure. Yeah, as a Sunset resident myself, that's very exciting, right? Like there is going to be time in a couple of years that we're going to be like, remember when you couldn't just come down when there yes. was a set of lights here that you were stuck at for half an hour? Don't you think you're actually just going to block that out of your memory? Oh, yeah. Like all the times that you had to sit in traffic? Oh, yeah. Even like growing up, the 1A was just a single lane. Wow. Right. And it was dangerous driving and uh, during the winter. And now I don't even remember it. Right. <laughs> like it's like the 1A has always been like this. But yeah, one day. We are going to have a huge big hill and an overpass at the 1A22. Oh, it's going to be absolutely incredible. So step one, it's happening. I mean, moving some pipes, moving some dirt. This is going to be a, like, we should have a party, honestly. (laughs) So earlier this week, Lauren came in to the newsroom pitching this amazing story she heard. And you didn't get the reaction you wanted from everyone. Bear versus motorcycle. I know, honestly. So I started seeing this on social media and the second I saw it, I instantly, so I have a I have a news background. So yeah. as soon as I see something that would be of any kind of news interest, instantly my ears perk up. Yeah. And I was so excited for this and every single person on the content team, all five of you guys, you're all like, "Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool." Nobody else was as excited as me. And also just like I was, you know, I wanted to make sure that everybody was okay, the person and the bear. So so basically, we found out that it, there was a bear versus a motorcycle. How does that even happen? Well, that's exactly it. <laughs> How does that happen? And I had to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. So it took me two full days of reaching out to a ton of people. Yeah. But I finally got a hold of an RCMP officer here in town. He gave me the whole lowdown. And uh, thankfully, the motorcyclist, he only had minor injuries. Mm-hmm. And the bear was fine as well. But yeah, basically, this guy was driving his Harley Davidson. Nice. And he ran into a bear. But doesn't that make you have a bazillion questions? Like, oh, if you 100%. were the person driving the motorcycle, I think you and I were talking about this, and you got knocked off your motorcycle and you hit a bear. Like... That's a little concerning. You can't just hide in your car. Yeah, right? Like you turn around, oh my goodness, what did I hit? A deer. And you look and there's an angry bear. Seriously. And how slow was this guy going that like he wasn't hurt because you're on a motorcycle, you're hitting the ground, ouch. And the bear is just like, oh, I'll walk it off. Like a (laughs) Harley Davidson is a big bike. (laughs) He must have been going 
Like two kilometers an hour? And then how do you hit a bear? There's so many questions. There's so many questions. Unfortunately, we didn't get all the answers to all of our questions. (laughs) Luckily, you know, at the end of the day, no one was seriously hurt. So that's kind of the main thing. But uh, we were talking to Corporal Troy Savinkoff with the RCMP, and he said that, you know, bear collisions... They don't happen very often. I know. I know. He did say there was a collision a few years ago uh, involving a vehicle and a cougar near Bragg Creek. That didn't have a very good outcome for the cougar, though. I can imagine. Cougar a little bit smaller than a bear. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, So if you're riding a motorcycle, please get a dash cam or something because next time you hit a bear. We want a video. We want the footage, 100%. (laughs) And, of course, we got to talk about Cochrane's best neighborhood showdown here at 91.5 Cochrane Now. We are having a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. Doing a Sweet 16-style bracket battle of our neighborhoods because it's all in fun. Oh. Right? Yeah. But everybody lives in the best neighborhood in Cochrane, Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's, that's what struck me. I've lived here for almost nine years, and there's not one neighborhood that's a bad neighborhood. No. Every neighborhood is great. So that's why we came up with this idea is just to kind of, it's a friendly competition to bring the whole community together. And uh, in the end, yeah, one neighborhood is going to get the title of Cochrane's best neighborhood. But really, we're going to have this huge, huge party with food trucks and prizes and entertainment and a ton of fun. But the whole town can come and party with with the winning neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. And it's just been so much fun to see how many votes we are... (laughs) We weren't really expecting thousands upon thousands yeah. of votes, but people are very passionate. You said that people in your neighborhood have been approaching you oh, being yeah. like, this is what I do at night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. Like people are, you know, they're at work. A lot of people are working from home right now and they'll have it open on, you know, a separate screen or they'll be voting on their phone throughout the day at work. They're they're telling, obviously, people are telling their friends and family because we actually have some of the analytics of where people are voting. <laughs> I've seen yeah. votes from Singapore, from Iceland, and uh, like the UK. There's a bunch of different countries all across the world. Like that's that's incredible. Yeah, hundred percent. And it just shows that sometimes people take things way more serious than we were expecting because we were just throwing ideas around here at the station. We're like, how much fun would this be? <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll get a couple of votes, but yeah, worldwide. And and my neighborhood is going against your neighborhood right now. You're going down, Lauren. <laughs> I don't think so. We just checked the the latest numbers, and right now my neighborhood is yeah, ahead of your neighborhood. Yeah, so, yeah. so Sunset it's doesn't have the passion that I was hoping for, <laughs> and I can't carry it. I, I, honestly, I have never even voted because... What? Well, you can't vote. Jeez. It's cheating, right? No, I haven't voted either, oh, but I, yeah. I do have a lot of neighbors who are rooting for our neighborhood, so, so it's on. Yeah, it's going to we'll be see. a ton of fun next Friday night, so yes. the 10th. September 10th. Huge neighborhood party in uh, neighborhood TBT. Yeah, to be determined. Hopefully sunset. Let's go. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) And that is everything happening in Cochrane. You can listen to this podcast everywhere now, which is super cool. So your Spotify, your Apples, your all those jazz things. But uh, please jump over, like us, subscribe. And uh, every week we do this podcast. So you're all caught up in uh, less time than it takes to drive across town. Have a great one, Lauren. You too. And we'll talk again later.